Hello, and welcome to French Tech News with Chris O'Brien and Ethan Pierce, an audio and video podcast highlighting important stories in English in the world of France's startups, its entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem leaders. Our objective is to continue to open this incredible ecosystem up to the Anglophone startup and investment community worldwide. And speaking of the podcast, head on over to Apple or Spotify and search for French Tech News and give that a subscribe. There you will find all of our past discussions and interviews. A welcome and thank you for joining us. We're at France Digital Day here on a beautiful September day in Paris. Uh, excited to be back out at live events again. I'm Chris O'Brien with the French Tech News and the French Tech Journal. Uh, and I'm here today with Audrey Sosson, a partner at Ventec. Welcome and thank you for being here with us. Thank you very much. I'm welcoming you because I'm part of France Digital. So uh, ah, yes. actually uh, I'm organizing the event, so you're my host. Thank you for having us. <laughs> and again, it's it's a thrill just to be anywhere these days with actual people and not on Zoom. Yeah. So uh, I'm so happy it, it came together. Um, just to start a little bit, um, can you just uh, describe overall for those who may not be familiar with it, uh, the mission of Ventec, what, uh, what is its sort of investment thesis, what stages does it focus on? Mm -hmm. so Ventec is a venture capital firm. Uh, it's been 20 years that we are in the market. Uh, we are mainly investing in Series A, so early stage uh, startups. We are based out of Paris, Munich, Berlin, Helsinki, uh, so all over Europe basically. And we also have a sister company in China um, investing uh, broadly in Asia. So um, our mission, as you, you said it, is, is really to invest in, uh, in daring entrepreneurs who want to uh, really revolutionize the tech industry. So we invest uh, all over the tech, different tech sectors and areas, could be semiconductors, software, um, you know, pure digital companies. So it's very broad. And uh, our aim is really to you know, help them scale internationally through our local offices. Right. And so you have a very European focus, obviously, Indeed. now mm -hmm. uh, a bit in Asia as yeah. well. Um, focusing on the Series A side, I know I'm more familiar with the French market, but, you know, we've seen a, a real, uh, I don't know if explosion is the right word, but a real increase in valuations uh, the last couple of years. Um, certainly here in France, I think, uh, I know they've outstripped the European average a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you see happening at the early stage? I mean, do you, do you see it becoming more competitive? Are there more international players now coming into the French and European markets that you're competing with for deals? Well, if the question is specifically about uh, the stage, early stage, uh, I think it's actually not so competitive compared to other stages. So um, a, little bit of, a little bit of numbers, if you may. Uh, so during the last five years, uh, there have been eight times more gross funds uh, that appeared in the market, while the number of early stage funds only multiplied by 1.1. Mm -hmm. So it's actually the growth stage which really became very competitive in the sense that there were not so many of them, sure, but uh, it's really where it's been really booming uh, the most in terms of number of funds, uh, especially in France with this initiative TV that I'm sure uh, you know, which is pushing for more investment in the growth stage. So not so many additional uh, French, French funds, uh, if you want to focus on French and on early stage. Uh, now about uh, this booming valuation, which you were uh, mentioning, I think, you know, um, yes, valuation have increased, but the quality of the entrepreneurs have increased a lot as well. 
and we are not speaking about French entrepreneurs anymore. We are speaking about entrepreneurs who really want to get uh, to build European companies, but also worldwide companies. So, I mean, there is a reason for these uh, booming valuations. Um, yeah, now the question is, uh, is it going to boom for, for always or is it going to stop at some point and what's going to happen if uh, this booming uh, industry is going to stop? I think, you know, the, the ecosystem has been transforming itself uh, for the last uh, 10 years. I mean, I've been starting in this uh, industry for 10 years and I've seen it transform completely and um, I think it gets so much quality now, uh, you know, the entrepreneurs are so much more ambition, ambitious than uh, they were before. Uh, that's, and, and also the digital area has been really transforming all the usual sectors and the whole industry. So uh, the market size, uh, any company that you are launching in uh, the digital industry is really so huge compared to 10 yeah. years ago. So. That makes a lot of sense in a way. Now the question is, are the exits going to you know, match with these uh, increasing valuations? Well, that, let's talk about that a little bit because I know that's one of your themes today that you're, you'll be uh, on a panel talking about IPOs specifically. But uh, you know, in terms of exits, this is another classic thing, whether we're talking about France or Europe, that people uh, are anxious about uh, this question about whether there are enough IPOs or acquisitions or ways for firms like yours to make liquidity, to justify uh, the investments. Certainly, if the evalu evaluations are increasing, mm -hmm. that sort of puts even more, um, uh, pressure, more pressure to have those exits to justify the valuations at earlier stages. So um, what do you see happening? Um, you know, we've, we've had some reports of IPOs this year in France and Europe. Mm -hmm. What is that market moving in the right directions, or are there still things blocking it? Well, uh, speaking specifically about IPOs, I think that, uh, I mean, I can speak very well about one of them, which is Believe, which has been introduced uh, a few months ago in June 2021, uh, which is a company backed by Ventec, and we've been very proud that it's one of the, you know, biggest IPOs since 20 years in the tech industry in France. So it's possible again. Uh, it's, I think the markets were closed for for a bit of time, and uh, and uh, I mean, believe rates uh, 300 million euros at 1.8 billion euro valuation. So it proved that it's possible again uh, to um, to list uh, tech companies in in France. Uh, I mean, it was in France, and and I think other European uh, markets has, are ready now for this type of uh, pure tech companies. So. Uh, uh, there are still a lot of challenges. Uh, I think thinking about uh, how to provide more liquidity into each of these European local markets is of course one of them. Uh, how to get um, united enough so that uh, you can find enough liquidity to compete with the Nasdaq. But you know, discussing with, uh, for example, Denis, who is the CEO of Believe, I mean, it was a non, um, I mean, it was, um, it was a, an obvious thing for him. To, uh, to, to quote uh, at Paris uh, um, rather than in, in the U.S. while part yeah. of his activities uh, is based in the U.S. It's a company, you know, uh, distributing uh, digital music all over the world. So uh, a huge part of his uh, revenue is non-French. But it was really important for him uh, to, to coach here in France. And, and I think, um, yeah, I think there should be more of these types of, of entrepreneurs who can you know, show that it's possible and then provide more liquidity to the market. So they are still challenging, but at least we have proof, some proofs that it, it's possible again. 
From the perspective of a, a firm like Ventech, does it really make a difference if a company, let's just use Believe as an example, mm -hmm. does it make a practical difference uh, in terms of how you measure success, whether they do an IPO in London or Paris or on NASDAQ, or is it all just money in the <laughs> bank for you? I mean, to be Money and values, <laughs> the, the, the theme of today, uh, France Digital Day is values, so uh, uh, of course money is not the, the, the only one, but uh, uh, I think part of the value of Believe is also to, you know, uh, I mean, quoting in Paris was also driven by the values of Believe. Uh, so, um, I mean, for us, you know, um, it's all about, yes, finding uh, uh, a market which is enabled to adapt to this type of companies and, uh, yeah, to be able to uh, offer them liquidity and offer them uh, enough money to grow and pursue their growth. So, um, no, I think it's, it's part of our role. I mean, I'm also part of France Digital, so I yeah. guess it's also part of my yeah. mission uh, to convince the European uh, entrepreneurs to, yeah, you know, uh, stay, stay here and, uh, and uh, pursue their, their path. Um, I mean, I understand there's a desire to capture more of that value on the local level, as well as a sense of pride and sovereignty and sort of those, uh, those additional issues that, you know, and, and you, you want to be able to have those returns circulate within France or Europe, depending on what market we're talking about. So I, to me, that makes sense why there's a desire to see that. Um, you know, the other twist we've seen in, I guess, the last year and year and a half is uh, a real growth in private equity coming into the European market. That's true everywhere, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and, and with that, you know, it's always interesting to sort of ask, um, you know, we see these announcements about big fundings, and then there's a question of, in some cases, those are liquidity events. You know, in some cases, it's really a company mm -hmm. raising money that they use for growth. In some cases, it's a chance for uh, create some liquidity. Mm -hmm. Has that changed the calculation for a firm like Ventech in terms of, and, and have you experienced some events where you got liquidity out of some of these later stage fundings? Indeed, uh, we saw the transformation of this PE industry and uh, we, we, we can attest that there are much more options now uh, of exit coming from this, uh, these new players. Uh, however, our goal at Ventec is really to support the entrepreneurs until the full exit of the company from zero to IPO or from zero to full exit and uh, I mean capture the value that they are building. So we try to be in the same seat than they are and really get next to them until the real, real end. So, um, so we are not, we, we, we've not been tempted by uh, this yeah. earlier uh, liquidity, but for sure um, they are happening. However, I mean, they are happening. I mean, these types of, um, of funds also want to make their own returns. So, I mean, we, yeah. if you follow them, I guess you, uh, you can also, um, yeah, build some value uh, with yeah. them as well. So uh, I think it's, it's our job as early uh, investors to follow the, the, the company until the end and support the entrepreneurs through yeah. the, the, whole, uh, the whole past. And is that sort of a, an absolute for Bentech? In other words, um, a question of either completely cashing out if a big PE firm comes with a, waving a big check and saying, mm -hmm. here's, you know, a hundred million for your mm -hmm. shares today. Uh, or do you ever do kind of a mix, like you take some liquidity, but hold on to a position mm -hmm. so that when the IPO or the big acquisition mm -hmm. happens later, that you're still in, still accompanying the entrepreneur and still um, benefiting from that? Uh, 
Uh, well, um, I mean, our goal is really to answer the needs of our investors, our our clients. So, of course, I mean, we would uh, both try to react depending on what our clients ask, but also what the entrepreneurs think is the best for their company. Uh, meaning that sometimes you just don't have the choice to enable the growth of the company. You need to make some room to these new funds who really need to, uh, you know, invest uh, huge checks, and then they require you to, uh, at some point, uh, you know, provide them uh, some room in the company. So it really depends on, uh, on, uh, on the situation. And, and I think our job is really to be flexible enough uh, to support the company and to, uh, I mean, return uh, investments to, to our, our own investors. So uh, we try to make the best decisions. Great. And lastly, uh, just any big trends you're seeing in the tech world that you're, Fintech or you are particularly excited about in terms of... Uh, investment opportunities or markets that you think are really just uh, ripe for explosion? Well, an easy answer would be health tech. Uh, I think it's not a new one, uh, but we, we, of course, uh, we've all seen the explosion of health tech during the, the COVID and uh, Ventec specifically investing in a company called Mindler in the Nordics. Mindler is a um, website uh, for marketplace for uh, putting in relation patients and uh, psychologists. It was right, the investment was made right before the COVID and unfortunately the need for psychologists has been exploding. Uh, so for sure it's, uh, it's re a real need uh, to follow the patients, uh, not only physically but uh, follow them uh, uh, at the hospital, before the hospital, after the hospital. So yes, we are looking a lot around uh, this theme of uh, either, uh, you know, uh, tele um, consultations or uh, data for the hospitals to enable them to uh, support the patient the best way ever. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Much. Have a wonderful conference you today. Too, enjoy. And uh, <laughs> enjoy this beautiful day. You too. Thank you. Bye. Want more news and stories from France's incredible innovation ecosystem and its entrepreneurs? Subscribe to the French Tech News with Chris and Ethan on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and switch on notifications to be informed of new episodes as soon as they are released. You can connect with Chris and me on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. I am at Ethan Pierce, that's E-T-H-A-N-P-I-E-R-S-E, and Chris O'Brien is at O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N. Let us know if there are guests that you would like to see on the interview podcast or Clubhouse, as well as any stories that we should take a look at. As always, thank you for listening, and see you next time.